What happens when your favorite Harry Potter characters get put in slightly more adult situations? The answer is Potterotica. Yep, that's erotic Harry Potter fan fiction. Chances are you've never heard of this, and neither had we. So naturally, we wanted to make a podcast about it. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And I'm Allie Lefevre, and this is the Potterotica Podcast. Where we read erotic Harry Potter fanfic one chapter each episode. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Meow. Oh, yeah. I was waiting because I always say hi first. Well, I'm not saying hi first this no, time. No, me either. I'm a follower. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi, welcome back. <laughs> Despite how that sounds, we're really happy to be here. Oh my God, of course we're happy to be here. We have had a huge week, you guys. One hell of a week. We have so many exciting things to say. What should, where should we start? Let's talk about all the fun PR love that we've gotten this week so far. So, I don't know if these publications ring a bell. MTV, Hello Giggles, New York Magazine. What do they all have in common, guys? They love us. They found us. <laughs> We're now super famous, so this will be the last episode. We have a feature in Mad Magazine, <laughs> Highlights Magazine. Basically, if it's in your pediatrician's office, <laughs> we're in there. Um, uh, yeah, so we, MTV Germany and MTV Switzerland picked up, sort of aggregated and rewrote the article that Hello Giggles did about this very podcast. So that was really exciting. Um, we had to like Google Translate the article to oh be like, God. what are they saying? It was hilarious. I'm like, Google Translate, Lindsay, turn on your Google Translate. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, it was a riot too, is because like I love the caption of the Hello Giggles was like not safe for work. Right. And we know a lot of you guys listen at work, so you know they're right. in agreement. <laughs> Who's our friend that would tune into the live? Is it Sammy? Mm-hmm. That would be at work. Oh, Stephanie. 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 Yeah, yeah. And listening at work, so that that's for you. And then we just, as of like you know, thirty minutes ago, we were interviewed on New York Magazine's podcast called Sex Lives um, with Maureen O'Connor, and she interviewed us all about you know, the podcast and how we got into it and this whole world of erotic fanfic, Harry Potter fanfic. And it was a blast. Her reaction was great because it was so on trend with what our reactions have been. (laughs) Lindsay read about uh, Hermione's, what what is it? Uh, Velvet sleeve. Her velvet sleeve. And it was a Skype interview so you could see Maureen just kind of melt. (laughs) So I'm so uh, glad I read that one because... It's like there are sexy moments, and then there were the like graphic moments. And mm-hmm. I think you guys read sort of sexy, racy moments. Mm-hmm. She asked us for our favorite like clips, and that one was like one of the ones where you're reading it and you're like, "Oh man!" Like he said, he prepared himself for entry, and you're oh, just sort of it, like the so Snape Snape-y. stuff. It reminds me like Snape was so creepy. Allie, you still are. Into I it, still aren't you? love the Snape for my parents. I don't know why. I think because he was so because he's good event ultimately. Yeah, and I think I love Snape, but I also think because <laughs> everything about his delivery was just so awkward and it was so, so Snape, Snape yeah. that it made it. I thought it was hilarious to read about it. Like, <laughs> I want to worship you, Miss Granger. As the Allie, you just that's what you only talked about it because you wanted to get yeah. to this impression. Good job. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wanted my, yeah, speak, my day in the sun. Speaking of entry, nice job slipping that <laughs> yeah, one in. Smooth segue. <laughs> Can we talk more about Snape? No. <laughs> and we had something else really fun happen uh, recently is that uh, we had a chance to be a part of the DePaul Pop Culture Conference. So really cool. So DePaul's a university in Chicago and they do an annual pop culture conference, and this year's theme was Harry Potter. And it was mm-hmm. Harry Potter because it's the 20th anniversary of when the first book came out. And so uh, one of our listeners mentioned it to us, uh, Marissa, going to give you a shout out. And so I reached out to say, hey, could we attend just as guests? Yeah. And I ended up connecting with uh, the conference creator, and he's like, you guys should come and be a part of it. I'll give you guys a room. <laughs> and we decided to interview people. So it was ridiculous because we had a whole setup in the front entry of this conference. We had our sign. We had all the sexy uh, strip club names that you made, Danny, (laughs) uh, those graphics. And then we printed out like little takeaway cards and stickers for everyone with uh, uh, the cover art on it. So those went like hotcakes. But it was the most fun was that I got a chance to uh, do two things. One is facilitate a group discussion all all about erotic Harry Potter and and that was a riot that people actually actually came to the talk when they had <laughs> like, like instead of other talks. Yeah, they had like there was like professors from around the US that were giving these like esteemed talks. The list of like topic or like talks was so not funny like making fun of it, it was just like holy smokes the depth at which people have like read these things and studied what was the one like in defense of Tom Riddle? Yeah. Like it was did Albus Dumbledore talk. do enough? Like there were just like you learned a bunch of like theories and I just, I think it's so, but so then in the midst of all that, people came to Allie's discussion. Yeah. Professors to be like, hate us. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell the theory about Gryffindor, which like I got chills. Oh, I love it. They too. were multiplying. So, uh, during <laughs> multiplying. So there was a theory that, uh, you know, when, whenever we get sorted into the houses that Gryffindor is the only house you don't get sorted into. It's that you choose to be a part of, and that ch- and that requesting to be in Gryffindor is your first brave act. And <sighs> and what they talked about is how Ron was actually a Hufflepuff, Hermione was actually a Ravenclaw, and Harry was actually a Slytherin. But they all chose to be a part of Gryffindor. And I thought it was incredible. I love it. That and it was like, oh my god, that's so true. Because if you thought about all the other Gryffindors, it made total sense that these people kind of fit into other houses a little bit more like Neville Longbottom because I'm having a flashback I was I rewatched the movies recently and I feel like someone's son is it Harry's son says like what if I'm a Slytherin and doesn't Harry say to him like if you want if you want to be a Gryffindor you'll be a Gryffindor Mm -hmm. there's something like that so I feel like that's tied into that because he's just like he has he's like don't worry because he probably knows if he already wants that in his heart that's the first act of bravery and so he'll be that Oh, it was incredible. And doesn't the hat do something crazy with Harry too, right? It like almost does. He, ta- he talks to him. Like a long he, time. Yeah. He's on, he's on the chair for a while and the, and the hat is like, oh, you have all the trappings for Gryffindor or Slytherin. You'd be really great in that house. And he's like dying to get into Gryffindor. So that was a cool theory that came out. Very cool. And then the five questions that we asked everybody, which I think are great first date questions. Oh, seriously. litmus test. So I went around with a microphone and also in the talk, and we asked people five questions, which we called the five outrageous wizarding lust survey questions. The fowls, fowls, which is you know a spoof off of the owls that every you know every wizard takes. 
Um, and the questions were, uh, what was your favorite, uh, now that they're all grown up, what couple did you want to see together? What magical spell would you want to add to your sex repertoire? What would be uh, a magic object you would Mm -hmm. want to include during sex? Where would you want to have sex in Hogwarts or somewhere on the grounds or in, you know, the The wizarding world? And then the final one was, you know, did did you anticipate the hotness of Neville Longbottom to arise? <laughs> I, love, I love that like they all seem like they're thematic, and then you're like, could you believe how hot Neville got? Did you see that coming? Did anyone see that coming? And and can you believe Neville's such a smoke show? So here are some of our favorite responses to these questions. Uh, we pulled out some of the best ones we had from the day. We have another amazing gal who doesn't want to be featured live on camera. She's a kindergarten teacher, so we understand this. It's getting a little crazy in here. First question for you. Okay. When you were reading the series or watching the movies, what characters did you have a crush on anyone specifically? I had a total crush on, like, Percy Weasley. Percy Weasley? he was such a... Like, he was such an idiot, though. That was the best part, because I felt like you could manipulate him to do whatever you wanted. Wow. Percy, what, where did the Percy come from? I have no idea. Wow. I'm just like, eh, he's cute, let's go with it. Do you know you could probably be the first person to write Paterotica about Percy Weasley? <laughs> probably. <laughs> make a killing. Thinking of the characters all grown up, post-Hogwarts, they're all legal, Is are there any character pairings you would have loved to see, like in a sexy way, like a sexy character pairing? As adults, I think it would have been fun to see like Draco and Hermione. Draco and Hermione. Because they're okay. they're kind of opposite, but not really. They're both like they're obsessed with being the best at everything. So I feel like they would just be in constant competition with each other, and that'd be fun to watch. Okay, I love it. So that's actually what season two of our podcast is—a Draco Hermione pairing. Oh, nice! If you could have sex anywhere in the Wizarding World, so like oh. Hogsmeade, Hogwarts, any specific room. Where would it be? The leaky cauldron. The leaky cauldron. Like oh, you're getting real dirty. You're getting real dirty. It's like college style. <laughs> exactly. It'd be like the last place anyone would find me, so that would be the best place to Grind go. Grind it on Percy Weasley in the <laughs> leaky cauldron. <laughs> if you could incorporate any magical object in your sex Ooh. life, what would it be? A time turner. A time turner. So if it was good, you could just keep going back. Keep going back to the best parts. <laughs> and you never miss anything else that's going on. <laughs> What about a spell? If you could add one spell to the repertoire, what magical spell? Whether it's like a real spell or like a made-up spell, what do you think would be like, oh, we got to have that in the bedroom? Oh, my gosh. Something that would, like, make things less serious or awkward. So, like, for somebody like Percy Weasley, if you're with Percy Weasley, you need, like, a spell that, like, tickles him all the time. (laughs) Something like that. A tickle spell, okay. There we go. That would be funny. So we have Percy Weasley. With a tickle spell in the leaky leaky cauldron. It'll never happen. That is something that no one has ever said. And will never be said again. (laughs) Yeah, you can never write. You can even write that. That's incredible. Okay. And then... Uh, the final question we've been asking people is that from book one to book seven, Neville Longbottom made uh, quite the transformation. Did you see that coming? No. How do you feel about it? He's hot. He's a hottie, right? Yeah. He'd be my second choice. Okay. We got, and then if you had a threesome, we got Percy and, and Neville, Neville. Tickle Spell, Leaky Cauldron. There we go. <laughs> it would never happen. They'd never say never. <laughs> 
You'd have to write it. So I would have to write it. Oh my it. God. Incredible. Thank you. No problem. That is, I don't think anyone will top that. Um, Percy Weasley, Leaky Cauldron, Tickle Spell. Thank you for playing along. We're going to give you a free pot erotica sticker. Okay. And <laughs> that's all you get. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. How cool is she, you guys? It was great. All right, folks, I am back with two more amazing gals who are willing to answer my questions. However, they do not want to be on video, which I don't blame them because they're asking some steamy questions here at the conference. So, post Harry Potter movies, who do you think is the sexiest character and why? Okay, I feel like Neville popped in Neville my head was because the every person the memes all the time Ooh, of like all the memes. when you're young. But it's more because of the high. actor. Yeah, it's, it's the actor more than the actor. Yeah. And then like the redeeming factor at the end of the books, it just became like another level. It became of a thing. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Neville. I'm Neville's the one that everybody yeah. loves. Yeah. 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 What about like personality-wise? Like, is there a character that you thought was like super sexy throughout the whole series? Super sexy? I mean, so like Alan Rickman's dead, so yeah. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. In our podcast, our season one, we did a Snape Hermione pairing. Oh, that one's the famous one. Little that sexy. One's a, okay. Little yeah, sexy, but that's Snape yeah. and Harry too. Just yeah, putting there, that out there. Well, there's a lot. There's dreary. There's a whole. That's, I mean, world. like if you were an archive of your own, I think right. like it's dreary first, Snary second, yeah, and then second. Snape. No, no, Sirius no. and Lupin are next. Oh, Sirius. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm, I I'm, haven't checked in a while, so I'm not. I'm gunning for a serious story. That's what I'm gunning for. Okay. Uh, second question: If you could have sex anywhere at Hogwarts, mm. where would you want to do it? Room of requirement. Yeah, that's oh, a famous yeah. answer. Oh, I'm yeah. just saying because you can get whatever you want. Okay, <laughs> do whatever you can change it however you want. Yeah, that's true. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, I mean, like that place is drafty. It's cold. I mean, you can pick whatever you want. Yeah, you have can a sauna. Whatever you want. It could be a I beach. Mean, it could be at a beach in that room. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What magical artifact would you most want to incorporate into your sex life? Oh, that's a that's a hard one. I don't know. I can give you guys some examples. You don't have an invisibility cloak or okay. like a flying car. You could like be up in the air. Okay. Okay. Sassy. Okay. Um, time turner. I was gonna. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna say time <laughs> turner. Well, thank you guys. Thank you. Playing along. Good. Oh, thank you. You guys are the best. We've got two more gals here. They're gonna answer some questions, and they're super fun because they have some racy T-shirts that say. Gryffindors do it on the Quidditch pitch. Slytherins do it in the dungeons, which is one I want because it's got little handcuffs on it. Look at this. Ravenclaws do it in the library. Pufflepuffs do it in the kitchen. So this is like why I was drawn to you guys. Who do you think is the sexiest character and why? I've been a Rupert Grant girl since <gasps> day one. Like day one in second grade, whatever movie came out, I was like, redhead guy. Oh, my, Lindsay is tuned in live right now. Do you hear this, Lindsay? You have competition. Oh, that's funny, because I'm like, my name's Lindsay. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God, there's going to be a girl fight right now. I mean, Neville Longbottom got really hot. I know, right? It's true. It's true. Neville made the biggest turnaround. If you could have sex anywhere in Hogwarts, or anywhere in the wizarding world, I would say, where would you want to do it? requirement obviously yes because we'll not want for anything and what do you think would pop up in the room of requirement what for you we, what do we think would pop up just gotta gotta have your basics right gotta have gotta have your condoms safe safe sex right mm -hmm. and just typical loop maybe we'll get some like 
I'm into it. I'm into it. Safe and creative. That's what I like. What magical artifact would you most want to incorporate into your sex life? God, what's the potion where you can change it to another person? Polyjuice. Polyjuice potion. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right? oh, we got an O over here. Fantasies. Oh. Yes. <laughs> You have to have something from that person. So if you wanted someone like famous, you have to be ultimate stock. Just stock. Are we above stalking, ladies? No, we're not above it. Are we? No. Marauders that would be handy because you can know when someone's coming all the time. Oh, I like that. Look at that. She's the ninja of Hufflepuff. The Hufflepuff Ninja. Okay, I like it. Maybe she's a little Slytherin. A little Slytherin in there. <laughs> what spell would you want to add to your sex life? So it could be a real spell or a fake spell. Like a, like a created spell. So like we had silly spells like Extendus Penis, Contraception Spell, Gemino Orgasmus. So like banging out multiple orgasms. So like anything you guys want, like you get to have a magic application for it. Um, like, Nox Prego or something. Ooh, okay. So oh. Keep that from happening. All right. Nox Prego. Double down on that one. Instant Lubus. Lubus Maximus. How much hotter is Neville in book seven than book one, and did you see it coming? No, I did not see it coming. So, yes, much hotter. Like, on a scale of... Neville in book one is a one. Yeah. Well, book seven is like a one hundred. Uh, I know. He's off the charts. One to one hundred. It's those fake teeth that like no one knew were. I know. That his two fronts were like, you know, they added on so much. Don't make fun of to make him. Don't make fun, fun of the, the ugly kids in school. No. <laughs> oh my God. Just like be nice to everyone. Thank you for participating. You're signing off. These guys are awesome. And stay tuned for the next one. All of you guys were so fun. Thank you so much for participating in our wacky survey. We will post the questions online so the rest of you guys can answer the fouls. Yeah, we want to know. We want to know what you think. Um, so now let's move on to the Pensieve. Now that we've bragged about ourselves, bragged about our fans, bragged about Harry Potter erotica, okay, let's talk about what happened last can week. Let's get to it. Can I brag about myself for another 10 minutes? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'll be another podcast. Yeah. Lunch. yeah, people who are like, show me the dick, or like, how do I get to that part? <laughs> it's like they like jump forward. It's like fast forward, fast forward. Um, okay, so last week it started with uh, Draco and Hermione were on the vibrating broom. They touched down destination at the edge of the Black Lake. Uh, Draco got off. Hermione face planted because she <laughs> doesn't know how to disembark a broom. <laughs> Um, and while there, there was the magical lightning storm in the background that was safe for mm-hmm. sex. Yeah. And they Got made passionate love. I mean, Draco did a lot of eating. Hermione did a lot of writing. There was yeah. an explosion. She was like trapped down by her desire and the weight of his body. Yep. And he didn't even make her give him a blowjob, which she had anticipated. So she and was they, feeling... Like, kissed for a while. Yeah. It was romantic. This was, this was not the Snape... Uh, 45 minutes of kissing. This was actually sexy kissing. Right. And th- th- I mean, Hermione was gushing. I right. think the Black Lake grew by three inches in level. So, um, the sea level rose the in the Black Lake. 
<laughs> and then it like ended in the most teenage dramatic way ever. Remember, it was like there was no like war. He or I. There was only us, and there was no war. There was no blood. Yeah. So so dramatic, which I love. So. So we now, got we got what we wanted. Episode six did not disappoint. No, mm. and so now I'm wondering, like, are they going to ride back? Um, like, it, has anyone was it a round went- trip ticket? <laughs> <laughs> is it a fun fair? He leaves they, it there. Like, is someone going to know? Like, because the remember she left the window open. Like, Ooh. is someone going to wake up in the Griffin? I don't know. I'm just like, how are they getting back? And what next? I'm so excited. The window open might have been foreshadowing of something to come. I don't know because she wanted to turn back. Wear her shoes. She was only wearing socks. How come she's here? How come her shoes are here, but she's not? Oh. It doesn't take a great detective to be like, the window's open. Her shoes are here. Honest, <laughs> What's going on with, here? Honestly, without Hermione, though, Ron and Harry are probably just like, you know, doing corners in, you know, the common room. <laughs> like, we don't know. There could be like a dead body and they'd be like, do we have to study? <laughs> Guys, get it together. Where's Hermione? She could solve it. I just woke up from a nap. What happened? What? She's banging on a black link. Okay, do we do it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Pansy Parkinson squealed rather loudly in the Slytherin common room. Draco Malfoy was currently engaged in the delicate art of fucking her brains out. Oh my god. (gasps) What? Okay, so we skipped. Whoa. Wow. I wonder if time has passed. Wow. This is. Or. Oh my god, I'm, I'm so I'm so sad right now. Okay. Okay. She squealed again beneath him, a high shrill sound that grated against his ears. He looked up into her admittedly brutish face and, <laughs> without breaking stride, hissed, Can you stop that? You're going to make me go deaf with all that nonsense. Why does he even sleep with her? Oh if he god. if he thinks her vagina if he thinks her vagina is huge and he, cavernous and he hates her face. He doesn't like and he her, doesn't like her voice. He doesn't like her voice, her body, or her anything. Sounds. Her sound. Ugh. Yeah. But I want you, Draco. <laughs> Does that help clarify? <laughs> okay, I get it. I get okay, it now. Fran, Fran Drescher. I get now why he I get why he wants her to shut up. <laughs> she moaned, her voice high and broken from the intense pleasure she was currently feeling. She was bouncing on him with wild abandon, not even paying attention to what she was doing. She always was a fucking whore, Draco thought. Wow. Asterisk, you- this is Draco, not Danny. Danny loves women and appreciates Thank them for you. their beauty. I just love that, like, as he's th- he's having sex with her, he's like, what a whore. I'm like, what about you? I I am so angry at Draco right now that he is like reverted back to like the Draco we all oh, yeah. love to hate. Oh. Guys, I don't think you can read this next line. <laughs> yes, yes, Do I have can. to say you that word? Yes. You that say, word? You can say, okay. see you next Tuesday. Okay. Allie does. Yeah, that's the one word Allie <laughs> Yeah, that's the one word there. I won't say. I got, I got standards, you guys. <laughs> Fuck me, Draco. Oh, wait, no. Fuck me, Draco. Oh, Merlin, put that thing back in my... See you next Tuesday, you dumb blonde. <laughs> he complied and entered her roughly, deciding that he would make her pay for that comment. <laughs> dumb, it... dumb blonde. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> Good one, Pansy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has so much peroxide in his damn head. <laughs> but it didn't seem to be working. The more forceful he got with her, the more turned on she seemed to get. Fuck. He looked up at her pug face. <laughs> <laughs> that is so mean. That is so mean. He 
he looked up at her pug face again and then pushed her off him back under the couch. She stuck a finger in her mouth and crossed her legs, apparently trying to look a tease and failing wildly. <laughs> Ooh, playing rough with me, Draco. <laughs> It is literally like the, the nanny, like Fran Drescher has rolled up on the scene. I'm in too deep, you guys. Keep going. Don't turn back. Come get it. <laughs> she mewled when he didn't reply and spread her legs open, waiting for him to get up from the couch and continue shagging her. I was picturing her with her le- sitting on the couch with her legs open being like, come get it. Like a starfish. Like, yeah. <laughs> The smooth, pale skin was glistening in the dim light, but Draco had no desire to continue. He got up from the couch and turned to his clothes. He began getting dressed, and Pansy let out an undignified gasp. She began to pout. Draco, honey, what's wrong? <laughs> There's so much Pansy speaking. This <laughs> well, once you're in, you're in. in. Yeah. When he remained silent, she continued quizzing him. Is it because I'm making too much noise? You can always gag me. She's so annoying. (laughs) She hinted seductively. He ignored the idea and continued getting dressed. Am I too tight for you or something, Lib? Yes, Pansy, that's always the problem. Guys hate that. This is the the hot dog down the Hogwarts hall. What, am I too hot? (laughs) She paused when he snorted. Quite the opposite, he said, and stood up to walk out of the common room. Pansy's face turned to hurt and bitter anger when she realized what his words entailed. Where are you going? She yelled at him. She yelled at him. Her voice, her voice shot through with anger. He didn't reply and instead walked straight out of the common room. Well, fuck you, Draco. She screamed and turned back to the couch. She breathed deeply for a few moments before she managed to steady herself. She wiped the tears from her eyes and then buried three fingers in herself. <laughs> Pacifier. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Like she wiped the tear from her eye and then shoved her fist. Up. Better wow. than the other order, though, right? Yeah. She's buried oh, three fingers and wiped it in her eye, <laughs> and then started crying yeah. profusely. She wasn't going to bed unfulfilled, one way or another. Draco crept down the dungeon corridors. This was his specialty: exploring the school at night. Unlike Potter, he didn't have an invisibility cloak. And so he had to use actual skill to elude detection. By this point, he had grown quite good at it. He wasn't wandering aimlessly, as he had wanted Pansy to think. No, he was headed to the library because he had a hunch. He just hoped he was right. We're getting library I wonder who he's looking for. Ravenclaw's do it in the library. (laughs) Hermione Granger couldn't sleep. She had been fighting with Ron again that day. His temper worse than usual, thanks to what little inkling he had of yesterday's events. Hermione didn't feel particularly guilty about them, but Ron, ever the hypocrite, had still managed to make her feel bad, even though she knew full well that Lavender was all over him all the time. To make matters worse, the previous night was on repeat in her mind, looping endlessly as Draco Malfoy fucked her over and over and over again. She hated to admit it to herself, but she was turned on. God, I I hope so. Right? (laughs) She was turned way off. (laughs) Imagine this. (laughs) She enjoyed sex. She had tried to take care of it herself to get back to sleep, but that just wasn't happening. Not with a dorm full of girls around, so she decided to do what she always did when she couldn't get something out of her mind. Homework. (laughs) It's like masturbation or homework are her options. It's like, you know how like 
guys are like, think about baseball, think about grandma, like whatever, like to like not come. She's like, homework. Potions. <laughs> Hermione buried herself in arithmancy. There we go. Homework. But soon found herself in need of additional books. This was the problem with doing homework in the middle of the night. As she deliberated over what to do, she found her thoughts turning back to the previous night. All the new things she'd experienced, not least of which the way Draco treated her, that certainly was a new experience. Not quite an equal, but about as close to it as anyone gets when Draco Malfoy is shagging them anyway. That's good. See, it was sweet. Of course, (laughs) she hadn't said a word of it to Harry or Ron when she got back. No, they had clearly noticed her ruffled collar, disheveled hair, and the marks on her neck. Oh, wow. But they said nothing. Harry acted like he noticed no change, but she (laughs) saw the amusement and curiosity in his eyes. I like Harry in these series never speaks and is like a zombie. Everyone's like, we've had enough of Harry in the books. They're like, Harry's just like, but that's how Harry (laughs) almost reacts to everything in the books too. He's always like, I didn't know what to say. I couldn't find the words. So basically Harry notices that Hermione got choke fucked and (laughs) (laughs) decided to not say a thing. Yep. And yet she's always concerned about, will anyone notice how wet I am? It's like, no, they're noticing the hickeys on your neck and right. your sex hair. She like, doesn't care. She's like barefoot dirty with hickeys. And she's like, I certainly hope they can't see my underpants right now. They can't, Hermione. They can see everything else. <laughs> they can see my underpants. Underpants. <laughs> It wouldn't be an episode without us saying that in her, her vagina. I picture her skirt is like tucked into her underpants because she got dressed so quickly. And it's like, no, we, we, oh, we can see it oh, now. We can see. Oh, yeah, we see the transparent underpants. <laughs> if only he knew who it was, she had mused. Ron, on the other hand, well, he was Ron. So wonderful, what, I think is what they're going to say. <laughs> Perfect in every way. His ears went red and he sputtered incoherently. But it would be the very death of him to ask. So he didn't. So are they boyfriend? It almost sounds like they're not no, boyfriend and girlfriend, he has but a like crush on her. they still like so, each other a little bit. Well, he has a crush on her. Yeah, I don't yeah. think she... Yeah. Okay. She herself was intent on ignoring it to the best of her abilities. The problem was that those abilities didn't seem to be good enough. Her experiences with Draco were among her first, and it can be said that he did leave an impression. One hell of an impression, she thought to herself, hopelessly trying to dispel the imagery from her mind. She shook her head as though trying to physically force the thoughts out of her mind. She pulled the covers back and stepped out of her four-poster, wearing only a small pair of red and white panties that hugged tightly to her body and a t-shirt, she ducked down and looked for pants. She went through her clothes looking for something, anything to wear. She didn't want to think about clothing or the absence of it with Draco Malfoy on her brain. <laughs> she found an old skirt that didn't she didn't wear anymore and threw it on. So she's looking like a schlep going down to the library. Yeah. <laughs> like, hope, hopefully no one will see you, and then you, like, run into your crush. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's what always happens. Mm-hmm. We'll be adding Sugar A uh, for Post Bed to our playlist. <gasps> that is a deep pull, <laughs> sir. There we go. Sugar Ray. She grabbed her textbooks and tossed them back in her bag and made her way out of the common room. She briefly considered going to the boys' dormitory to get Harry's invisibility cloak, but she had no idea what she would tell him if he caught her, and she wasn't about to stop thinking long enough to figure that out. Or her mind would wander back to him, so she just hurriedly stepped through the portrait hole, waking the fat lady with the lateness of the hour. Wouldn't you be mad if one of the um, Deathly Hallows was taken for a sex romp? Yeah. Like. I'd be pissed. There's, like, important things for that. Like, that's, that could, like, save humanity. And this broad's going to bone Draco Malfoy just, yep. with it. She took the stairs down to the fourth floor and counted herself fortunate not to run into any of the various denizens of the school. She could hear Peeves bouncing around <laughs> in one of the classrooms, or perhaps it was just someone having very, very rough sex. This is what like we now think happens. Like at after oh. like Hogwarts is just anywhere you can. 
<laughs> Peeves would be a great. I hope Peeves shows up again somewhere in the story and like ruins the day. <laughs> Wands down. She dwelled on that possibility for a moment before forcing herself to think of other things. She went through the passageway to the library. It was quite dark, but she was prepared for this. She sat down at one of the tables, set up her notes, and then pulled out one of her patented jars of blue fire. She sat it on the desk and then went to work finding the book she would read. She found the book she was looking for, and she returned to the table. She went straight to work, forcing herself to focus on nothing but the task at hand, which was completing all of her homework for the weeks ahead. She did this for a while, losing track of time, before going to look for a book on numerology to help her with one of her assignments. As she was pulling it down from the shelf, she heard a voice behind her. Up late, are we, Granger? <gasps> she, Draco, she knew that voice. It was Draco Malfoy, of course. <laughs> it was like, she knew that voice. It was Neville Longbottom. <laughs> like a totally different character. Of all the people to find their way into the library at Merlin knows what hour in the morning, it had to be him. She was so surprised that she dropped her book. It fell to the stone floor, making quite the racket. The noise from the classroom down the hall stopped abruptly. Hermione braced for the worst. She expected Peeves to burst into the library at any moment and alert the teachers to her rule-breaking behavior. She snatched the book up from the floor and almost hid behind it. So she's not allowed to be in the library at this hour. No, no, no one's allowed to be outside of the common room. I can't believe that so the library is just open. So yeah, well, A, why is the library open? And B, why didn't the fat lady like, either refuse to open the door? She's a portrait? cool portrait. Oh, yeah. I'm not a regular portrait. I'm, I'm a, a cool, cool portrait. portrait. Go ahead, I just think be it's up to the... Teachers and prefects, maybe, to keep them in? I don't know. There's no rules here, clearly. (laughs) Also, like, the library's just open, so, yeah, go Go steal a book. Also, like, wow, what a scandalous thing to sneak out and do. I can't believe you're studying after hours. Detention. Yeah. Dumbledore's like, neat, somebody here studying? Cool. (laughs) Thanks for once. After a long moment, she peered out from behind her book to see Draco smirking at her. Shortly after, the noise resumed. What in Merlin's name are you smirking about? She hissed. I could have been caught. You could have been caught, he repeated back to her slowly, his smirk never fading. Yes. So just you would be caught? They'd ignore me standing here and go straight for you? They're probably so used to seeing you out here, they wouldn't even care, she scoffed. Draco growled. One, not that it matters, but I haven't been caught out of bed in my term at Hogwarts since first year. Two, we wouldn't be caught in the first place. Hermione looked at him, confused as his smirk grew wilder. That wasn't Peeves in that classroom. By the look of things, Davies was having his way with Chang. (laughs) Chang bang. Hermione felt her face rapidly reddening, and she realized that she had been right in her earlier assessment. She almost felt embarrassed just for him. You were watching them? You really are a Slytherin. I heard them going at it, Draco shrugged. Thought I would have a look. Sure enough, Davies was knocking over desks with that crazy wench. <laughs> poor, poor, um, Slughorn. He's <laughs> 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 like, torn up. <laughs> Can you oh. kids tone it down in here? Um, this plan has gone awry. <laughs> Hermione just sighed. She grabbed the book and returned to her table, doing her best to ignore him. She saw out of the corner of her eye that he didn't follow. What are you doing here? She tried to sound supremely unconcerned. She didn't think her facade worked that well because she could almost hear the smirk in his voice now. Just out for a late night stroll. What's your excuse, Granger? 
That's none of your business, Malfoy. She was growing red, thinking that he really was the reason that she was there. So now he's back to calling her Granger. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't like that sign. And she's calling him Malfoy. Yeah. It's part of their, like, role play now, like, Like when they're not, back. yeah. Yeah. Oh, Malfoy now, is it? He gestured with his hands, mocking her. That's not what you were calling me last night. <laughs> oh, damn! Snap. Oh, shit. Did I really call him Draco during sex, she thought? She was trying to remember whether she did or not, and all the while growing gradually more red and his grin widened. Well, that was last night, she finished tersely. And? Well, things are different now, aren't they? She added in her thoughts, but she dare not speak it aloud. She would not get her hopes up. This was fucking Draco Malfoy. (laughs) Draco said nothing. He just looked at her. After a moment of silence, she sighed. Why are you here, Malfoy? Because I want something from you. This surprised Hermione. There were many things she expected him to do. Yell at her, curse her, swear that last night would never happen again. She fully expected him to call her a filthy mudblood, swear that she would pay for the rest of her life, and then exit the library, plotting revenge. Instead, he did none of these things. He wanted something. A big old BJ. (laughs) I want something as his hand was on her head. What does he want? Why is he pushing me down? (laughs) I want you to slab on my nab. Oh, God. (laughs) What, What do you want? She asked nervously. Hermione Granger, do not let this boy push you around. A kiss. From a Death Eater. (laughs) (laughs) From a Dementor. (laughs) So (laughs) he wants a kiss from Hermione and didn't even want to plow Pansy. Wow. Wow. He's making big strides. The harder he gets, the softer he gets. Aww. Can you make make that into a graph for us, please? (laughs) This is like my dream man. (laughs) Why? Why? And why should I kiss you? Of course, Hermione would be delighted to feel his warm lips against hers, but she didn't see his angle, and there was no way that she would give in to him that easily. She would only end up looking the fool in the end. Kiss me, because I want you to, because I know you want it, and even if you delude yourself into thinking that you don't, I can easily blackmail you into giving it to me anyway. Mm. So it's your choice. You can do this the dignified way and just fucking kiss me, or I can anonymously tip off peeves that you've been in the library all night. Your choice, Granger. That took a turn. That's not sweet. Allie goes, oh, I don't know. He's kind of playing. I, I guess I can't you don't tell really if believe it's like, him if he's teasing. If it's like, it kind of seems flirty and playful. Like, he's strong arming her a little bit, a little cocky about it. Fall in love with me, marry me. Let's move to the countryside, have three kids, and die together happily, or, or. I'll fucking get you expelled <laughs> from the school. And Allie's like, ooh, sweet oh. ultimatum. Oh my God, I love that. Let me think on it. <laughs> She considered this a moment. Of course, she was going to kiss him, but there was no way she'd let him have it that easy. Had a girl. Finally, she sat up out of the chair. Standing there, she closed her eyes, expecting Draco's lips to meet hers and be done with it. Instead, she felt her skirt being unzipped. She gasped in shocked protest and tried to pull his hands away from the zipper. What in Merlin's name are you doing? She screeched. A kiss? What the fuck? How is this a kiss? Draco looked up smugly at her. I asked for a kiss. You didn't specify where I had to kiss you. Dang! Oh, is that it? That's it. Oh. Dang! I'm gonna, can I call that a uh, clit hanger? Oh. <laughs> I gotta give you hey. a high five. Boom. A balloon drop just fell from the ceiling after he said that. 
<laughs> we're one of those whirlwinds where there's dollar bills everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna add that to the uh, word of the day. Cliffhanger. Oh, Cliffhanger. We just have our complete own Caterotica uh, dictionary. Dictionary, and it, it can be spelled dictionary. Oof! Perfect. <gasps> Oh, um, just like we wanted to add yesterday, uh, <clears throat> instead of fan fiction, fan fuction. Fan fuction. We think we should have our own hashtag. Rebrand Veronica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, guys. I think I think um, Draco still hides behind this sort of like, he wants to be romantic with her, but he feels like he has to be like all sex. Like, I think he probably did want a kiss, like a kiss on the mouth, mm-hmm. but then is like, Wait, I'm Draco. I can't like like her. I'm gonna be like, Bleh. yeah. I mean, he's trying to be hard and tough yeah. and like put on a facade, but even he, though he's clearly falling for. Her. He couldn't even finish boning Pansy, and he races over to the library just to see if she's there. So I love that they were there. It's like always the fantasy of like running into your crush at exactly the moment you want mm-hmm. to and being like, "What are you doing here?" But being like, "Yes, oh yeah, I love it." Was that was awesome. great. I should we do what? Yeah, I'm giving. I'm, wait, wait, wait. Oh, uh-uh. can we sing the song? When the episode ends, ends check, check your underpants. Ones up or down. 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 Man. <laughs> pansy. I'm pansy. <laughs> and I'm pansy. <laughs> wait, guys, is it? Um. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are we saying, is it Wands Up or Down? Or are we saying, are you Wands Up or Down? Oh, I said, are you? I think it should be, are you? I, I like, think, are you? I don't I know. I think I said, is it? I think I said, is it? But I like, are you? Yeah. Are you? Because you're checking your own underpants. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to think about this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Let's do it. Are you Wands Up um, or Down? Are you Wands Up or Down? Yeah. Am I? I am Wands Up. I'm Wands Up. Three Wands Up. That is our third mm. episode in a row of three, three, three. Wands Up. Cliffhanger. Um, Cliffhanger. Something I wanted to comment, and I mentioned this uh, a a moment ago, but we we now have to all continue your pansy voice. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think the listeners... (laughs) I think, actually, as we read it, we should do an interactive element. Like, who reads next week? Me? Uh, You are. As I'm reading... Danny has to be pansy anytime she speaks. <laughs> yeah, like someone else. Drago. Yeah. Yeah, you can Allie can continue to be Snape. 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 I can be pansy. Like you would be like, but Drago, I love you. And I'd be like, she said as she <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Perfect. Because you really knocked that out of the park. Thank you. Parkinson. You knocked it out of the Parkinson. So good. Nice. Mm-hmm. So what's our action items? One, we're gonna post the fowls. Yep. Oh, yeah, so you can comment. Let us know where if your ones are up or down. Mm-hmm. And check out those cool articles and yeah. share them. We've posted um, the Hello Giggles and the MTV one on Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. at Potterotica Podcast. And then we um, will wait when the New York Magazine um, Sex Lives podcast comes out with us. We will for surely post it. And hopefully by the time you're listening to this, when it goes live, That's Highlights true. Magazine, Mad Magazine. Mm-hmm. Zoo Books. Zoo Books and those coupon, yeah, coupon books. Coupon books. Oh my gosh, the coupon books you'd sell in high school. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we're also featured. We're really hoping. We're gunning for that one though. Small Let's take lo- it in. Local ads. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, thanks guys for everything. We're like so thrilled to be reaching more people and spreading the erotic love 
This is a blast. It's like our favorite hobby. The whole world. This is going to save the world, you guys. We're huge in Germany. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thanks. For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poderotica Podcast or join our private Facebook group, The Poderotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at poderoticapodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed. And if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Ten points for nice reviews.